that was Andrew Harvey, um, a wonderful man, uh, doing uh, very interesting work and and extremely bright. I mean, he was a professor at Oxford. It's not easy to get a job there teaching. Well, so, uh, he was not only a professor at Oxford. I remember reading, I don't know if it's still true, but at the time he was the youngest person ever to have a teaching position at Harvard, wow. at Oxford. And, and at, not only teaching at Oxford, but to teach Shakespeare at Oxford, uh, <laughs> you've got to be pretty on your game, I would say. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, and then to go from there back to India, where he, he grew up until uh, he was nine anyway, uh, quite, a, quite an interesting journey. And yeah. many tales to tell. <clears throat> we didn't get into the details of some of the work he's done in the past, but <clears throat> he's written uh, wonderfully about Rumi, who uh, he immersed himself mm -hmm. in, into the study of Sufism and, and Rumi's work and Rumi's life. He was very close to uh, Father Bede Griffith. Right. Uh, one of the great uh, Christian mystics who combined Hinduism and, and um, uh, mystical Christianity in a very deep way. So Andrews had his um, his uh, himself, he, he's immersed himself in a lot of the different world's tradition as and has known some of the finest uh, teachers. Right. And, and what is his? Uh, how did he connect with Adam Bucko? Who B-U-C-K-O, I think, and we, we have an interview with him uh, uh, on our podcast, so we recommend people listen to that. And he's also somebody that's uh, very much a, not only a spiritual person from a mystical tradition, but also a social activist uh, running a, uh, a, a program for homeless kids in New York City. How did they connect, you know? I, I don't know how they met, but, you know, people know each other in these worlds and they get introduced to each other by people, uh, so I don't know how they came to know each other, but it 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 makes sense that uh, two people with the passions they have, right? In, in, the, uh, yeah, in the interview when he mentioned, I was at Ramakrishna, that uh, yeah, it was the influence you you said that you picked up on that even before he mentioned it. Yeah, what was it that you picked up on? Well, R Ramakrishna famously. Uh, at one point, this is, we're now talking about late 19th century mm -hmm. India outside of uh, Calcutta, where he was uh, um, and where his fame grew. Mm -hmm. um, he famously decided to uh, test the hypothesis, essentially, that um, all the mystical paths, all the, if you take deeply any of the world's traditions and, and go deeply into their uh, practices and and take them to their source. You will come to the same oneness, the same uh, mm -hmm. unitive experience of uh, yogic experience. And so he did that, and he immersed himself in uh, Islam and in Christianity, which would have been the the two uh, options for uh, India at that time, outside of all the the variety of what we call Hinduism. And you know, even within the the Hind, what we thought called the Hindu fold, he 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 went deeply into tantra, he went deeply into bhakti, he went deeply into advaita. So um, he he immersed himself in those and and came out and said, yeah, they you know they all lead to the same the same place as you know the 
everybody calls water by a different name, but it's it's water. Mm-hmm. Does Andrew practice a particular uh, meditation, spiritual technique? Uh, this I don't know. You, yeah, he we, mentioned we, yoga. Yeah, and we would have had, we would have we would have had to ask him that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he's he's practiced many different forms over the course of. Uh, you know, 30, 40 years, and, and I don't know what his daily practice is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for those uh, l- listening in that would like to know more about Andrew, uh, a couple, some of, I'm going to mention a few of his books. One is The Hope, uh, another, A Guide to Sacred Activism, another, The Direct Path, and one that was very uh, critically acclaimed, The Way of Passion. Uh, and uh, uh, which is a celebration of Rumi, uh, and it, it's fascinating because these these uh, people, especially from, uh, you know our age, that were educated at Oxford, uh, they they uh, were quite knowledgeable, you know, about a lot of different areas. And what he mentioned, these they became the elites. And, and I guess one thing that happens when you actually achieve that, you look around and say, well, now that I'm an elite. I realize how little uh, we know, and in mm. Western tradition uh, uh, of knowledge, there were certain uh, gapping holes, and uh, the fact that he had to go back to the, his childhood roots to rediscover or be able to uh, add to what he had learned uh, in a traditional Western education is a fa- yeah. is fascinating, and it's something that still goes on today. We've heard this from a number of our uh, interviewees who are extremely bright people, educated in Western uh, tradition, and some of them even from the East, where there's been, uh, there, there has not been a spiritual base to what they've learned, uh, and not just a spiritual intellectual base, but actually uh, something experiential in terms yeah. of spirituality. So, Yeah, Andrew's one of those people who uh, is a genuine, you know, child of the marriage of East and West, uh, you know, in, in his case, both physically, because, you know, born in India and and and, and educated in at Oxford and uh, living in the U.S. now, um, but also and after, you know, having um, goes back to India, I'm sure frequently, mm-hmm. um, but also and uh, in his inner practice, you know, so he was deeply immersed in the mystical uh, yogic traditions of of Hinduism and studied with a Tibetan Buddhist master, and at the same time immersed himself in uh, uh, mystical Islam, the, the Sufi tradition, and the, the contemplative Christian mm-hmm. world. Of, how, uh, how did you first meet him? Um, like a lot of other people who we've interviewed, I first uh, connected with Andrew when I was researching American Veda. He's mm-hmm. one of the people I interviewed for the book, and I, I profile him in the book, for these reasons we've been discussing, and um, so you know that's how that's how we met. I sought him out, and um, he was an important resource. Right. Well, another fascinating person that's that's out there and uh, deeply uh, immersed in in spirituality, and, yeah. and I think like you know, all, all roads lead to Rome. Uh, there are many ways to get to your spiritual center. Uh, and and it's fascinating to see them all and, and how they express themselves. And I think his work uh, and his passion and love of animals is uh, 
it is uh, very moving. And, and I, yeah, and I, he I, mentioned he he emphasized the, his work with animals, but he's you know equally passionate about the environment and the right. the the crisis of climate change. And and we should you know note uh, that you know people like Andrew and others we've had on on the show, especially Marianne Williamson, have um, come to the same realization that. Um, going within and, and cultivating our spiritual life is um, is, a, is a vital thing to do and, and probably the most important human thing we can do. But then we have to come out into the world and be good citizens and uh, bring what we harvest within ourselves out into the world and make a contribution. Yeah, I mean... It would be uh, an extreme disappointment, failure, if uh, human beings destroyed the uh, the environment, and uh, we're we're on the verge of doing that. And I say that in a, in a collective way. Everybody's either going to do something to stop that and correct it, or or not. And uh, so I yeah. think that uh, growing spiritually leads to greater uh, social responsibility, and uh, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully. Hopefully we'll see that turn around. And congratulations to people like Andrew that are very actively engaged in, uh, in, in, in at least in encouraging the conversation and, and making steps to, to elevate people's consciousness so that these things don't happen. Yep. All right. Very good. I'll we'll next have time. to have them back on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, my friend. Spirit Matters at spiritmatterstalk.com. Thank you for listening.